podcast time that's right ben for tools is proud to present a home improvement podcast my name is adam you all know my co-host jordan partner oh oh i didn't realize we were doing this live jordan the folks are excited we finally hit our 100th episode milestone a lot of people said it would never be done Uh, here we are in the the diamond episode is that what it is yeah diamond diamond episode yeah i guess you know we showed them Jordan, the haters, uh, you know, they've they've been here since day one. Uh, they're still they, here, but... They're still here, They but they drive us, uh, and here we are to reap the fruit of our uh, labors. And boy, is it fruitful. It is it's fruitful delicious. and tasty. Delicious. Jordan, um, being that this is our 100th episode, mm. we've got a lot going on today. We do. Do you want to inform th- everyone what's going to yeah, happen? Yeah, I do. I think before we get into our opening kind of banter here... Just quickly run through what's going to happen. So, Jordan, we are going to talk about the aptly named Wilson's Girlfriend, and that's the last episode of the fourth season. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that, we're going to do our season in summation talk, which, you know, running through best and worst episodes, guest stars, you know, things like that. You've, uh, If you've been listening to the show, you've heard us do it three times before. Uh, and then we're going to roll into just kind of a 100th episode discussion. So we have uh, yeah. some, some questions. It's going to be more big picture stuff, right? Big picture, uh, kind of deep. I suspect you'll weep a little bit. Um, uh, I already have several times thinking about been, the questions. You've so. been crying all morning. I heard uh, <laughs> through the grapevine, and uh, yeah, then we'll we'll kind of we'll stop from there. And then I think our Carmen Finestra interview will drop uh, at a date to be determined after uh, we talk off air. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be up in the air. Yeah, uh, I, don't know. I have we, one we, thing we that I want to do with it, decide. and you want something else to do with it. Yeah, so. we, we have to get on the same page. And you know what? That's one of the challenges of, of having a podcast. Um, Jordan, I'm going to give you some true or false statements, okay? All right, here we go. All right, so Jordan, first thing. Uh, would you agree that we live in a data-driven world, true or false? Oh, 100% true. Okay. I just had I just had to learn how to use Tableau for work, and if that's not data driven, then I don't know what it is. Hey, I'll tell you what, Tableau, Tablet, Tab, T- Taboo, Taboo. Uh, it's uh, it's all over my head. Uh, second, true or false, Jordan? Would you say that uh, we don't really know a lot about our true? Uh, let me pose it to true or false. Like I said, uh, Jordan, true or false? We don't know who listens to our podcast. Nor do, I, under, nor do we understand. Yeah, I, I would say that's true because there's many things that we've tried as far as Patreon and getting questions mm-hmm. and, you know, specific polls. And it, they just don't, you know, how many listens we get from the people who participate, it just doesn't quite add up to me. So I would say we don't really know what our audience is about. Hundreds of thousands of downloads uh, a day, in fact. And yeah, we just don't know anything about these people mm-hmm. uh, until today. Jordan... I'm going to say Jordan a lot this episode. It's kind of, oh, my, it's kind of my thing. Adam? Jordan. What are you going to tell me? I, I, read a, I read in a book one time that, you know, people you call someone by their name. It's their favorite word. Yeah, they really like it. It's their favorite word, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have special Twitter analytics. This is from the Audience Insights um, section of our Twitter. And basically, you know, this isn't, this isn't going to take into account necessarily our, our downloads or who downloads our podcast. But these are the people who follow us on Twitter uh, to date, we have 439 followers, uh, and I can tell you, Jordan, that's 18 more than 30 days ago, which is 
it's surprising. A substantial increase. Yeah, it's substantial. Like like I said, we the followers continue to go up, but we don't necessarily know uh, how or why. But I do have uh, I have some some things here, some analytics. I have gender, I have interests, and I have wireless carrier. <laughs> I think it's a little bit weird, or maybe a step too far. We're going to focus on interest today. So hundredth episode. You know, you, you've been with us since the beginning. We want to reward you, our listeners, by talking about the topics that are most important to you. We're going to cover all of them. Yeah. No, I don't think we will. There's a lot. Oh, but okay. we'll cover the top five or you, six. You, you told me this was going to be different than, uh, than the way you're doing it now, so I guess I'm confused. Yeah. Well, I'd like to keep you guessing, Jordan. I'd like <laughs> okay. to keep you guessing. Thanks, Adam. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, first interest, uh, 96% of our audience is interested in the topic of weather jordan so often uh, a we topic joke, near and dear to our hearts yeah, often we talk about how no one could possibly care about what the weather's like well we couldn't have been more wrong uh, <laughs> we need to talk more and they probably love that wilsometer segment that we used oh, to have i know and here we thought that was a big failure but come to find out it was probably the best thing we've ever done jordan 96 percent of our audience that's pretty much all of our audience likes talking about weather so uh go first what's it like down there today <laughs> as you can imagine uh summer in florida it is sunny, it is hot, it's 100-something degrees. Uh, thank goodness for air conditioning, that's all I can say. What about Ooh, good Adam? Good stuff, Adam, good stuff, yeah. Can you, well, we also had a thunderstorm last night, and I don't know about you, but th- sleeping through thunderstorms, that's a good time. Oh, yeah, scratching me right where I itch, <laughs> and our listeners. Uh, how about I take the reins here? Please. Jordan, it's overcast. Uh, I haven't been out, well, I was outside this morning briefly, but I haven't been outside in quite a few hours. Um, I <laughs> guess you're going I guess a little crazy. Huh? Yeah, I'm losing my mind. I guess it's about 80 degrees. Uh, it's been a hot summer in uh, suburban Chicago, and uh, I don't want to complain, but uh, our electricity bill has uh, really skyrocketed with the use of the air It's a good thing that you're getting so much money from this podcast, because otherwise you couldn't afford it. Yeah, so much so that I called the electricity company the other day and I said, "What are the bills so high for?" And she said, eh, you're "Using your air conditioner too much." All right, so that's uh, that's number one, keeping the people happy. <laughs> Jordan, number two is a tie. Um, Ooh, we're gonna skip one of them, and that's uh, comedy. Seventy-seven percent, so comedy specifically, hobbies and interests. We're gonna skip that one because I think the other one is gonna be more interesting. Okay, uh, Jordan, coming in at second place, seventy-seven percent of our audience is interested in science news. Science news. Yeah. Wow. Uh, kind of related with weather, you know, meteorology, yeah. something you can study in school, yep. uh, and science news. I mean, mm-hmm. what's the biggest science news you've heard lately? Well, the only thing that's coming to mind is I, and this has been a couple months ago, I, I don't keep uh, myself up to date on, on science, but uh, I heard something about Barbara Streisand cloning her dog. Oh yes, we did talk about that. I think we mentioned. Uh, did we talk about it on air? Well, well, I'm, just I think it was in me. passing. I think it was one of those. I think our science news fans really got it, but no one else did. You know what? Uh, and that made me think. People with money, they're doing all kinds of weird things in science behind closed doors that mm-hmm. us Gen Pop people, we're just never. We're not going to know about years in advance. I mean, Barbara Streisand, she's wealthy, but there are people a lot wealthier than her, and who knows what they're what they're up to? Thoughts? Wow, I mean that's a big rabbit hole to go into. Which I mean, mm-hmm. rabbits are related to science as well. Yeah, talk about that. <laughs> you know, just biology, animal yeah. biology, mm-hmm. and all that type of stuff. I, you know, I was reading an article uh, recently about sleep in the National mm-hmm. Geographic. Yeah, uh, my father-in-law gets that, so I read that every once in a while. And they were talking about how 
how important REM sleep is, and they still are learning so much about sleep patterns. Uh, there was a time where people thought that sleep was just a waste of time, and now they're yeah. really, really uh, trying to fight against that stereotype. And um, I think they've got an uphill battle to climb. That's interesting that you say that people at one point thought sleep was a waste of time because I've I've never heard that. Really? Yeah, people. Uh-huh. Well, think about it now. How how productive and busy people are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, what goes first? You know, do you watch Netflix or do you go to bed? <laughs> uh, I usually watch Netflix, then I go to bed. Well, exactly. You're delaying yeah. your sleep. Okay. Uh, most, uh, they were talking about how there were places in, I think, it's either Japan. I think it was Japan is like the most sleep-deprived country. They have mm-hmm. places where you can just like go there and sleep in little yeah. sleep pods. I've heard, I have heard about that. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Okay. Next. Uh, Jordan, well, I'm going to skip over. 70% of our audience is interested... They are interested in space and astronomy, but to so me, that's, close. that's pretty close to science, and I don't know that I have anything unique to say. You've but always we, loved the stars. That's all, that's all you want to say. Yeah. Favorite uh, constellation? Jordan, I don't, I'm not going to answer that question because I <laughs> can't, but uh, I do like the opening song in La La Land, uh, City of Stars. Oh, uh, nice. So, Good transition. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, 67% of our listeners, Jordan, they mm-hmm. like dogs. Wow. I just, I mean, I, what's your favorite type of dog, I guess? Mm. Uh, you know, give me a golden retriever. Golden, yeah, just a classic golden classic retriever. Classic golden retriever. They've, they're adorable. I have something to say on the topic of dogs. I'm currently reading a book called uh, The Art of Racing in the Rain. Um, it was a real popular book probably five to six years ago. Mm. Uh, That's kind of how you are with trends, too. Just five to six years late. Well, I don't know about that. I'm usually on the cutting edge of fashion, um, but in, in some cases, you might be right. Uh, back to this book. This book is uh, told through the perspective of a dog, uh, wow. and it was recommended from uh, Kirsten, my girlfriend, but I'm finding it to be kind of sad and sort of a bummer, so um, mm. you know, I'm, I'm trudging my way through it. I'm more than halfway done. I do intend to finish... But uh, do you think? I mean, I don't want to interrupt you, but I am. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you think that your girlfriend was thinking that you were too jolly and she wanted to bring you down? <laughs> I think she wants us to get a dog, and maybe this is like a subtle way of her, oh boy, of her hinting at that. Uh, you know, we'll get a dog when we have a yard, uh, and that's that's, that's pretty good she, policy. She, she can quote me on that. Uh, Jordan, <laughs> what do you? What do you what's your uh, take on dogs? Good, bad? You're allergic, probably. <laughs> Uh, I am. That, yeah. is, that is correct. Uh, mm-hmm. But I've always liked them, and they always seem attracted to me because they know of my allergy, I would yeah. s- assume. Sexually attracted? Uh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Not sure. okay. we're not talking yeah. about that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I can think of one time where I was running in our neighborhood, and uh, I had my headphones on, and a dog mm-hmm. came out of nowhere, yeah. and it must have had one of those, like... Uh, invisible fences. I know you Ooh. love invisible fences. Love them. Yeah, love them. Uh, it ran out past the invisible fence, and then it started to get hurt. Oh! But it, it surprised me so much that I did a barrel roll in the, <laughs> in the street and just kept running. Did you feel guilty that you caused the dog to, you know, be like? Well, I guess the owner should feel guilty. Those fences are inhumane. Which I mean, is why that we dog, don't use them on humans. I mean, that dog. Um, pretty powerful that it would just run right through that it really wanted to come say hi to me yeah but i do like dogs uh despite despite that fact jordan moving on down the list 67 percent like tech news we're gonna skip that oh Uh, or do you have something to say i mean i I love tech news uh we're gonna have to skip it because i don't uh 66 (laughs) percent like music festivals and concerts i can talk a little bit about that uh 
few weeks back, I went to uh, the Kenny Chesney. Uh, I don't remember the name, but I think it was. It was probably the one. I think with it was no, no shoes tour. It was probably when the sun goes down. You know, we'll be grooving. Yeah, he did sing that. Uh, <laughs> what was it? No shoes tour. I don't know, something like that. He doesn't like to wear shoes. Well, uh, I mean, who does? Like, who does? I mean, I'm not wearing any right now. Heck no. Uh, Soldier Field, Kenny Chesney, Thomas Rhett, Old Dominion. Uh, about six to seven hours long. Uh, lots of drinks were had. Uh, I didn't know many of the songs, but I had a good time. That's all that matters. And that's all that matters. Jordan, music festivals, concerts, anything? Um, man, I haven't been to one in a long time. Uh, the last one we tried to go to was at the House of Blues. There was a John Bellion concert, which my my life, wife likes him. Your and wife is your life, so Freudian both. slip, right? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. But, yeah. uh, you know, we got we waited through the line, and we got in there, and we were waiting for him to come on uh, about an hour later. This mm-hmm. is when she was pregnant. Yeah, who's this guy again? John Bellion? Not familiar. Um, I don't is he know. in Blues Traveler? <laughs> <laughs> I like blues. Tra- I like blues traveler and blues brothers. So if you're if it's a blues act, they better have blues. <laughs> no, title. it was just House of Blues. That's all. Okay, that's it. All right. Um, but anyway, he, he has some stuff on the radio, kind of poppy ish, rap poppy. I don't know. I don't know rap, what to call it. Wow, rap, rap pop blues. Indie, not blues. There's no blues. Where are you getting but the blues? He, well, he played at the House of Blues, therefore he must. Well, be blues, Vance blues Joy adjacent. played there too, and so did a million other people. But it's not blues. It's just what it's called. Mm, okay. I, anyway. I you, are you trying to pull the wool over my eyes here? No, no. I don't All do right. that. This okay. isn't Dolly the sheep talk anymore, okay? All right. <laughs> but she, we waited, and then she felt nauseous through that whole thing, so we had to leave. So that was unfortunate. Yeah. Um, she loved him and did not get to see him. So she probably got a whiff of the food that's coming out of the House of Blues kitchen and thought, She I'm was just sick. mad because she knew there wouldn't be any blues. Yeah, she felt she felt ripped off. Jordan, <laughs> last thing we're going to talk about. Okay. Uh, 59% like comedy, music, and television. That makes sense. 55% uh, like sports news. And I'm just going to talk. I, I watched the first episode of the season of Hard Knocks this morning, which chronicles the uh, Browns preseason of the Cleveland Browns. And, um, you know, it's a sad state of affairs for Cleveland. They went 0-16 last year. Uh, and Hard Knocks opens with Hugh Jackson, who... Uh, is just a terrible NFL coach, just one of the worst. It's, it's amazing that he has a job. Uh, he jumped in to, uh, I guess it was Lake Erie, because he said if they didn't make the playoffs that he was going to do that. Not only did they not make the playoffs, they didn't win a game. Uh, <laughs> you so, couldn't get farther away it, from that but goal. But it gets, it gets worse. Uh, the first episode, his mother passes away. Oh. And then come to find out two weeks ago, his brother passed away. Oh, my so, goodness. You know, despite the fact that Hugh Jackson is a terrible coach, and I'm not going to say he's not, I feel I feel for the guy, and it was kind of a sad first episode of Hard Knocks. Man, that is sad. Um, boy. Yeah, you, your heart goes out to him. That makes yeah. me think of uh, the other day I was listening to a podcast. I won't say mm-hmm. who it was because, you know. Is it the competition? No, <laughs> no it's not the competition. <laughs> is, it those, is it those other guys? No, it's the, that whole network that you hate so much, but oh, you gosh, also listen to. You don't even you, I'm yeah, not gonna don't use up, the I'm R not, word. It's like Voldemort in here. Just yeah. I, I will not name them. Did you say but, Voldemort? There's a T at the end. No, it's it's French. There's no T. I mean, there uh, is a T, but it's not pronounced. Okay. Why doesn't she? Why doesn't J.K. Rowling stop like retconning everything she created in her books and, <laughs> and do something else useful? That's what I think she should do. She is. She's doing Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you were anyway, saying? Anyway, uh, they talked about 
you know, basically doing the same thing as Hard Knocks, but for a basketball team. And what team would they pick? Mm-hmm. Um, and they came up with the Dallas Mavericks. They thought that would be interesting. That's they, a terrible choice. There's well, sexual harassment stuff surrounding yeah, they them. They said that, w- that would be bad. They have the exciting new rookie, and they have Dirk in his final years. So mm-hmm. they, they like that dynamic. But they also put, like, you can't do any playoff team. You can't do, like, the Lakers. Oh, like that would be Yeah. So that's what they both came up with. But yeah, that is the big bugaboo around that situation, isn't it? Tremendous bugaboo. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a shame that they hire monsters. You, uh, would, you would definitely say the Pistons, right? They would be entertaining with Blake. I was thinking Brooklyn Nets because I feel like the Nets moved to Brooklyn and like people immediately stopped caring about them. When I feel like you, <laughs> when a team moves to one of the biggest cities in the, the biggest city in the country, they should become more popular. Well, now like they're, they're just, less popular. Well, they're in such a big shadow of the Knicks. I mean, the fact that, t- yeah, I, I, I just think that the, I think they should get their share of the limelight. <laughs> I think they should, you know, what's funny. I, I was, you know, they said that you just said the Knicks were terrible. Mm-hmm. I thought it was funny. They just announced like the NBA Christmas day games and they put the Knicks on there. Versus, they, all, they always do that. And I'm like, why, you know, they're not good. And they don't even have Carmelo. Like, you used to be able to say, like, oh, it's Carmelo v. LeBron or something, like yeah. a, a, a matchup that should well, be interesting. They have, they have Porzingis, who's interesting, but he might not even be back because he's injured right now. So it's like, why why are you doing this? Jordan, 48% of our listeners, the last one, education, news, and general info. Uh, uh, we're not going to talk about that. And uh, What's you know, general info? Educational info? I don't actually know. Um, no, you did, did you say education you, news and general info? Yeah, it's like the same category. You can click on it, but I'm afraid if I click, well, I clicked on it. <laughs> nothing happened. I accidentally no, clicked on it. Nothing happened. Uh, and uh, we have 71% male uh, Twitter followers, 29% female. Jordan. You know what's funny? I think our female members interact with us way more. More vocal. More vocal. Way more vocal. Yeah. Top uh, language, English. Makes sense. Surprise. Uh, top wireless carrier. Oh, wait, let me guess. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, T-Mobile. That is fourth. Oh, Verizon probably. Yeah. yeah. 34% Verizon, 32% AT&T, 14% Sprint, uh, and then T-Mobile. And then if I recall, you are... I know, we don't need to say what we are, Jordan. <laughs> You're a cricket seem, guy? Doesn't seem important. Yeah, that's... I'm uh, I'm Rogers Wireless. That's three percent of our listenership is, is something called Rogers Wireless. Jordan, I think we've come up with an opening bit that will uh, ensure that no one comes back for episode one hundred and one. Yeah, it's weird that we would start like our diamond episode with such yeah. like uninteresting banter. Nonsense? I thought it was good. I liked it. <laughs> At the very least, it was fun for me. Well, uh, you know, you know what? Our female audience will let us know because our male audience definitely won't. Twenty nine percent of our Twitter followers will reach out. No. Yeah, absolutely. All right. What well, are we covering this that, week? With that, we're going to cover episode 100, Wilson's Girlfriend, the end of season four. There's just a lot of things going on right now. You know, yeah. episode 100, end of a season, Twitter information, uh, just a lot going on. Okay, mm-hmm. so this one's written by Howard J. Morris. He lasted mm-hmm. Super Bowl fever. Uh, is this the first time that we've had like a finale that's not written by the co-creators? That's a question that would require additional research. Yeah, Um, and we don't do that. But I feel like that is true. Yeah. Most certainly someone will let me know. uh, If not, maybe in about three years. But yeah, (laughs) uh, this one aired May 23rd, 1995. A couple of plot keywords. Not sure if you want to talk about them or not. But one is acne and the other is makeup. I don't want to talk about those. Okay. Well, then we're going to move on to the alternative titles. Of which you said you have bad ones. How many bad ones do you have? Four. I also have four. 
Okay. Uh, I will let you go first. That's so kind of you. Uh, since this is such a romantic episode, um, Brad and Miss Lutz, and then Wilson and the titular girlfriend, I was thinking, to blush or not to blush? It's pretty good, Jordan. Uh, I'll start with uh, something similar. And that is, all's fair in love in the Punic War. <laughs> It's very, it's concise, it's short, yeah. Yeah, and it, it really gets down to what happens in the episode. Uh, how about Bradley Kay? I uh, like Mary Kay. Yes. Nice. That's nice. correct. Uh, I'll do this one, uh, alliterative. Brad's bad blemish. Hmm. You can see I really brought it's my kind of like for episode 100. Big baller brand, <laughs> same thing, right? Yeah, just like, we're done talking about sports. We <laughs> oh, about sorry, that. sorry. All right, I've got two Wilson ones to end with. Uh, the first one is how Wilson got his groove back. That's pretty good. Um, this is a terrible one. <laughs> making up and making out. Yeah, sexy. I like it. Just like All this right, episode. Uh, my last one is just a question. I have a general question about this episode, and they definitely answer it. It's, how many ways can you hide Wilson's face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is not much of a title, but it's a fair question. Uh, here's my last one. Ter mates of the Midwest. That was the only good one I could come up with. I don't know. I had a tough time. That's all right. I like that one. Yeah. All right. All right. So plot synopsis. It seems only right that Bernie should write the 100th plot synopsis. So Brad has a pimple before a big date. Jill sets Wilson up on a blind date with one of her professors, Judith. They seem compatible, but Wilson seems happy to keep their relationship on an intellectual level only. Thanks, Bernie. Yep. That does it. That does it. 20-so minutes into the podcast, I suppose we should start talking about the actual episode. You know, I, I think we should talk more about, like, mobile carriers weather. Well, and, that, I, uh, You weather. know, it didn't say 96% of our followers like home improvement, but they do like weather. They do love <laughs> weather. Uh, Jordan, uh, I'll take the reins on the opening scene here. You love the reins today. If you don't mind. I'll t- uh, uh, this is the, and Jordan, just to remind you, this is the start of our 100th episode. Yeah, is, so let's uh, do it right. Just take, take a moment and, and suck that in. All right. Uh, it's Bachelor Week mm. on Tool Time, mm-hmm. and uh, presumably they've been running through a different thing every day. It's cited that yesterday Tim uh, did a tutorial on shaving in the car, uh, and then with the bad cam- results, it looks like. Yeah, the camera cuts to Tim, and it, it didn't go well. He's got uh, you know nicks and, and cuts all over. Pause. But today, yeah. <laughs> yes, Jordan. Sure. I, this is this is undoubtedly going to be good. Well, I was just wondering. We haven't had an update in a while about how your hair is doing. Oh, um... <laughs> you were surprised by that oh, question. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's good. Um, what made you think of this? Well, you know, shaving and mm-hmm. lo- letting your hair grow out. And yeah, naturally. uh, haven't cut it in a long time. I don't... Re- here's the thing. I don't even remember the last time I got it cut. Whoa. Um, yeah, I think it looks great, frankly. Um, you haven't you know, sent me I'm, any pictures or tweeted well, any pictures. we don't send each other a lot of pictures, but... Uh, <laughs> I don't think we send know, each other any pictures. We could, we could start if you want. I'll send you a picture today. Uh, I'll take a blow dryer to it and uh, really show you what I'm working with. But, well, I uh, know it's kind of hot today, so if you want to wait till it cools down, you can really get in your I'll own element. see what my afternoon is like. You know, okay. If I have time, I'll do it. If not, but I appreciate you checking in. Uh, yeah, I'd I ask just... you about your daughter, but uh, lack of time, we got to move on. <laughs> All right, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, uh, so Tim's sh- shaving in the car. That happened yesterday. Today, Al is going to do a uh, tutorial on ironing. Um, he runs briefly through the history of irons. Pause. Uh, the- 
just kidding. Sorry. I was like, are you kidding kidding. me? It's not even a good opening scene. Let's just get it done. There is a joke. uh, Tim does his visual gag, one, two, three, ending with Jeremy Irons. And I didn't look this up, but I, I... He's the voice of Scar, correct? Yeah. Which so this JTT is a was uh, JTT, you know, Lion King, Disney kind of wink, I felt like. Yeah, I like Jeremy Irons. And I, I haven't seen a lot of... I know he's the butler in the new Batman movies, but I haven't seen any of those. Um, so, yeah, he, he, you know, Scar was memorable. Um, <laughs> Tim uh, decides to uh, use his own kind of version of a souped-up iron while Al is doing the tutorial... He puts too much starch on, and the shirt is. What happens to the shirt? Is it's ruined? But I, I don't it turns really know. like rock hard, basically. Yeah, um, and that's it. It's not a spectacular open. No, kind of like our open, which seems fitting, right? No, I thought ours was a lot better. Well, I mean, people did clap for us, so. Yeah, well, I mean, we were were we pandering to the audience that we had right in front of us, probably. But you know, you gotta give. That's also what what Tim's doing here because he gets some applause, I believe. He definitely gets some applause. Jordan, next scene. (laughs) At home, Randy is working on some homework. Brad comes down. He's got terrible news. He has a pit bull coming in. It's under his skin. (gasps) Sounded like you said pit bull. (laughs) He's got a pit bull under his skin all day. (laughs) Uh, Randy shows no sympathy here. Uh, it's just mostly making jokes, talking about we could throw it like a coming out party. Yeah. Uh, the real reason that this is such bad news is Brad has a date with Jessica Lutz. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's uh, this is the first we've heard of her, I believe, right? Yeah, hopefully not the last. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tim comes in and sympathizes with Brad, you know, and he's got a way to get rid of it. Uh, I think he talks about a warm compress to yeah. help bring uh, good it to advice. the surface. This, you know, I, I, you know, I don't need to talk about my you know personal hygiene, but I've been plagued with pimples over the years, and t- this is sound advice. It, it, it theoretically it works as well, I guess, but not in the way Brad had, it, hoped it would. I mean, it, it brings the whole ordeal to a shorter kind of conclusion, I suppose, but that's not exactly what he wants. It's almost like he should have just left it alone and went on the date. Yeah, but you know you know how those 14-year-old boys are. Yeah, I do. Uh, Jill comes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a little late because she took her professor Judith out for coffee. Uh, Pause. <laughs> did you did you get to know a lot of professors? Uh, you know, here's the thing. I, I kind of went back. You and probably forth. still keep in touch with all of them. I went back and forth on this a couple times, thinking like, could could this happen in a reality? And yeah, she could. I I, I guess I've been in scenarios where like, you know, I've probably gone out to dinner with professors or, or been out to eat or whatever. So I don't think that is is too far mm-hmm. afield. But as time goes on and, and some of the details get a little more intimate uh, between uh, Jill and her professor and Wilson, I, I think it, it does maybe go a little too far. But so far, I'm with it. At, the, at first, I was like, no way. Like, this is just not happening. <laughs> this relationship is, is, is pure fiction. But I suppose that she could have gone out to eat with her. I yeah. think what makes you know a big difference is that Jill is obviously quite a bit older. Yeah. So she's in a different life stage than you were with your professors at the time. That's so what I you think. think. <laughs> well, I guess that's true. That's, hey, Jordan, that's debatable. <laughs> All right. Well, we're not going to debate it now because, as you keep saying, we we don't have time. We don't have time. Carry on. All we have is time. Jill says uh, that you know she gives some information about Judith, how she is a divorcee, uh, has been divorced for probably thirty years or so, has a couple of kids, um, but is a great woman, and she knows mm-hmm. just the man for her. 
and that's Wilson. Yeah. And uh, Tim is immediately defensive. Basically, gets tries to get her to back off because you know that, that Wilson's because his. it's a bad idea. Well, <laughs> Jill is so meddlesome. But she that's cite, not what she Tim cites is the Al about. and Eileen. She's like, well, I set Al and Eileen up, and that's been great. Has it? I mean, if they're still together, I suppose it has been. I mean, all I feel like all we've ever seen of Alan Eileen is strife. Well, Swiss I'm, Army strife. <laughs> <laughs> Callback. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't be that exciting, I guess, for them to be around if they weren't. But you know, I, I'm just saying she's counting it. She's like saying, like, "Oh, it's so great, Alan Eileen." It's like they've been dating. Like, I don't know. Has it been a couple it, months? Do they fight no, all the time? No, it's been. Uh, it's gotta been long. Got to have been longer than that. Didn't they just have that like anniversary dinner and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. What was it? Six, five months or something? Some. I don't know. Something yeah. like that. All right. All right. Uh, I, I don't know. I feel like that's that's a decent you know match for her uh, to call back to. But Tim, you know, he he doesn't want anyone to take his Wilson time away. And uh, he's especially out on Judith when he learns that she drives a station wagon, which... Didn't Jill drive a station yeah, wagon? Yeah, isn't the Nomad a, a station wagon? But yeah, uh, I, I don't know. know. He, Tim wants what he wants, and that's what he wants, you know? Yeah, but, he, he's worried that uh, she's going to take Wilson away from him, and he's not going to have anyone to, to talk to or to com- complain to about Jill. And uh, yeah, Jill calls him out on that. She says, we could talk. Mm-hmm. He's like, no thanks. And, they're both, and then we're, they're both like, <laughs> we can't communicate. It's funny. Yep. And so he goes We're outside. We're a broken couple. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jordan, we didn't talk about how we wanted to handle we uh, the various Wilson scenes here. I think maybe we'll play our clip uh, when things get a little intimate at the end of the episode. I'd say. Okay. All right. So we're at the fence. Uh, Wilson is doing Wilson things. Uh, <laughs> if you want me to get more specific, I can't. Do you know well, what he was doing? He's, he's hanging, hanging something. He's hanging ancient bells from Crete. Uh, mm-hmm. to attract friendly spirits. Good notes. Uh, Jill approaches. Apparently they had already had a plan to eat a dinner, which is a little convenient. Um, and she's... she's I don't buy it. It's a step too far. You can tell me what you want about the professor, but you're telling me they had a planned dinner. I say, no way. No way. Uh, so <laughs> she's like, yeah, we, I know we had plans to... For, for us to come over to your husband, maybe you should come over to ours. There's someone I want you to meet. Wilson very quickly realizes that this is a setup, um, and you know he's a little he's a little concerned. Doesn't want it to be awkward, but eventually he obliges. And yeah, Jill uh, says no pressure, and that that's enough for him. Yeah, that was all it took. So and that's you know, what Wilson got- has needs. He does, and he's going to get some of them met. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brad is staring. Next scene: Brad is staring in the mirror at home. Uh, they do a sweet cutaway where the mirror kind of flies in. It's uh, freaky. Fre- <laughs> freaky like, is Friday. A, like, is this a Halloween episode? Ooh. Did, did I see a bat come out of the corner? And then they had that like really creepy uh, mask guy come on. Do you remember what I'm talking about? It's that like creepy guy in a yeah. mask and he's got gloves on and stuff. Yeah, they always do stuff like that. I, I like it. <laughs> it's, it's like a fifth character, the graphics. <laughs> I can't... <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't bring up Sex in the City. No, I thought I'd spare you this All time. Right. Uh, uh, so Brad is staring at the mirror. The pimple has exploded out from under the skin. And uh, he he looks like a clown, basically. And he feels like a clown. And the worst news is that there's T-30 minus minutes to date time. Yeah. Uh, Jill comes down with the solution. Her solution is a little bit of makeup will do. 
There's no amount of makeup that could effectively hide what's on his nose, though. You know, no. it's like it's like the size of a quarter. They'd basically have to take like a knife and like slice it off. I'm glad they didn't. That would have been kind of gross. <laughs> but pimple popper, MD. Brad is at first reluctant to try the makeup, but uh, he buys in pretty quickly, and this will be a running thread. <laughs> Boy, will it? Bradley mm. K is here. Bradley Kay. All right, next scene. Uh, we're at Wilson's place. Dinner and, time. Uh, they're making the most of, of the uh, Wilson home set in this one. We're, we're in there quite a bit. Wilson hasn't been on a date in 20 years. Um, you know, he's sweating. He's nervous. He is seeking... He's not really seeking advice, but Tim is... Uh, he's willing to give <laughs> advice or trying to, but, it, it, you know, it's, it's muddled. Uh, Judith arrives, and uh, I have a bio on Judith. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Let's hear Judith? it. Judith is played by Beth Dixon. Do you no. recognize her, Jordan? She's in some of your favorite stuff. <laughs> sister, sister? Uh, well, I'll have to <laughs> click on the page first. Uh, she has 17 credits to her name. Uh, she was most recently in an episode of Mozart in the Jungle. Uh, she was in uh, an episode of The Blacklist in 2014. <laughs> With Rob- of, uh, Robert California? Couple, yeah, Robert California himself, James Spader. Uh, I'll tell you what I... I didn't know she was in this, but uh, she's in the Storm of the Century TV miniseries, which is a Stephen King adaptation that I thought was really scary when I was nine, but probably uh, is not as good as I remember it. But she is in two episodes of Home Improvement. She will come back again and advi- advise and repent. Sounds oh, kind of ominous. She <laughs> rep- wow. Repent for what, Wilson? Uh-oh. Maybe but, Judith uh, is repenting. It's possible, yeah. She uh, she will be back, and uh, we'll talk about her at the end of the episode, but... Uh, yeah, I think she's a welcomed addition here. All right. All right, so yeah, do you, do you want to pick it up or do you want me well, to? Well, yeah, I'll, I'll go. Uh, hey, the doorbell rings, like you said, and Judith is there. It's a unique doorbell, as we would expect uh, yeah. from Wilson. We get a lot of, like, Wilson's house's weird jokes, that so much so that I just kind of stopped writing it down. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if you noticed this, too. She, like, meets Tim, and Tim pretends that he's, like checking on her to see how she does in school like does, does she do well and yeah. there's some jokes there judith says um something about nap time you know she's tim good. is like does she play well with others and judith yes. judith is like she gets cranky if she doesn't get knack time nap time nap time, <laughs> <Nack> time. <laughs> watch out for knacks oh jeez. uh then wilson and judith meet and uh sparks, boy, fly. sparks fly there's some confusion about his name the wilson w wilson yeah. uh, i don't know if you noticed this either but they're like holding hands through this whole conversation like they shake I did not hands notice that. it the whole time that they're being introduced their hands are just together shaking and um it's i mean do you think there might have been some uh, intimacy behind the scenes i don't know but my i was blushing just watching yeah, you so. were blushing Brad, brad's <laughs> bad blemish was flaring up as well <laughs> So, uh, we learn a little bit more about Judith. She is obviously a professor. She also wrote a book that sold roughly four copies to the family. Uh, it's a, a, a niche psychoanalysis book on the mating patterns of insects. And Wilson actually finishes the title for her. Yeah, termites, uh, something, 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 termites of the Southwest. Mm. Uh, Wilson has read it, and so much so that he, he's dog-eared the pages, uh, and uh, he shows her, and uh, now she says it's my turn to blush. So they're they're flirting. They're flirting pretty hard. It's hot uh, and heavy. They uh, Wilson be thirsty. I might you say. know, for Wilson, you know, having twenty years of a break, he seems to pick right where he left right off. Where he left off, like riding a bike, Wilson would say. <laughs> He would what say it. it? Okay. He well, he'd say it highfalutin kind of way. Yeah. All right. So later outside. Uh, yeah. This is two weeks later. Two weeks later. Wow. Yeah. A lot of time. 
Flash yeah, forward. But they don't usually do this, but they do here. At least they uh, made it clear what was happening. I, yeah. I appreciated that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it had been like the next day. We've been spending a lot of time together. <laughs> wow, we're really close. <laughs> Wilson is carving a bust of Judith. Um, Tim is thinking it's a breast of yeah, Judith. Yeah, well, a predictable uh, bust, bust humor, yeah. It's a little busty. Yeah. Uh, he's also singing some love songs. Tim comes outside. He's missing his pal a bit. Yeah. Uh, says we haven't seen him in a while, and it, it turns out that Judith has become his muse. Um, he's smitten. He is smitten not to be sure. I mean... <laughs> yes, indeed, to be sure. He's smitting, to, <laughs> he's smitting to beat the band, you might say. Uh, they have a date tonight, and Wilson's making haggis. Uh, mm. Everybody like in the audience groans as if uh, I I knew what haggis what he explains it's like a it's uh, like a goat kind of variation sheep sheep. Uh, sheep stomach yeah sheep stomach I I had heard of it before the audience was like oh, I guess this was you know this is 1995 showing its its true colors people are like people are eating sheep that's disgusting the audience you know this is groans. probably one of those jokes that we just don't get because. <laughs> We were so young in the 90s. You Jordan, know? we were not going to talk about that until We're next not week. talking about anything. We got, we're going to talk about some audience feedback we got next week. So make sure you stick around for episode 101. Jordan's <laughs> going to play good cop, and I'm going <laughs> to... Adam's going to play murder do, cop. I'm going to do what I do. Adam's going to get kicked off the force. Next scene, living room. Uh, Jill comes home, and you know what? Tim is finally ready to kind of congratulate Jill, say that, you know what? You are a good matchmaker, and... This has gone really well, uh, and he mentioned this conversation with Wilson, saying how excited he is uh, and whatnot. Uh, to which Jill says, "Oh no!" Because come to find out, uh, Judith is having doubts about Wilson. No. Yeah, he refuses to get intimate. Uh, <laughs> this is a, this is a funny guy. <laughs> this is hilarious. Tim uh, is confusing intimacy with with impotency, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, so he, you know, he thinks he's unable to. Uh, we all know what that means. We're a family-friendly podcast. I won't go any further. But, uh, you know, he, he says that perhaps it's an old war injury. Uh, and it goes on quite a while, but it, it is funny. But uh, what is actually the issue is that, you know, anytime Judith tries to get close to Wilson or, or you know, have him talk about how he's feeling, he just kind of goes into, you know, Wilson speak. He over-explains Keeps things. Keeps things talks academic. About, talks about the Punic War. Yeah, it's uh, – he, he's – guess you would say he has a fence around him jordan oh if they're i mean the fence is a metaphor it sure is it sure is i don't think we need to say more about that but jill's solution is you need to talk to him tim yeah she knows it's not a good solution either (laughs) yeah why didn't she talk to him uh so tim dutifully does so he walks um into wilson's house wilson is cooking he's still excited judith uh i mean he 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 doesn't really waste any time. He talks about how the problem that Judith has. Um, and Wilson, at this point, is not really sure that he can open up. And he, he basically says, like, maybe we're just not yeah, meant to be. it's weird. It's really weird. Like, you he know, goes he from t- being so happy to be like, well, I guess we're done. Yeah, he, you know, we see, we see him earlier. Like, presumably that, you know, the fence, Tim's conversation with Jill, and then Tim going over to Wilson's house is all happening within, like, I don't know, 15 minutes in real time, probably. So he goes from, like, just, like, being you know, over the moon in love with her to like the second Tim is like, you know, you got to talk about yourself. You got to be intimate. And he's like, eh, I don't know. Probably not going to work out. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, he mentions that they had, you know, festival plans to, to go to Punic war festival, but Tim, um, and this is, you mentioned earlier, the, how many ways can they hide Wilson's face? But throughout the episode, they, they have to be pretty clever in how they, uh, how they, there's conceal. a lot of Wilson screen time. 
Yeah, because Wilson's in this episode a lot, um, probably more than any other episode we've seen, mm-hmm. I would guess. Um, and they're they're pretty clever. Uh, probably the the funniest one is he's like in a doorway, and for whatever reason, there's a mask that is like hanging sideways, which doesn't really make any sense. But Wilson's like eyes and face line up with it. And he's talking to Tim kind of through this mask. It almost looks like uh, something that you would like use to put a torch in. Okay, maybe. Yeah, it just to me it looks just like a mask that. Like, yeah, it did I, have I a couple know. of holes that yeah, worked really but well. You're, you're probably right, but yeah, they, they're pretty clever in this episode with how they do that. I liked it. I don't. What were your thoughts on the various ways of? No, I thought. And, yeah, I thought they were all kind of interesting, and they were. You know, there was everything from like that hanging thing in the kitchen right. to that. To I do like what they do at the end when they're obviously just doing it on purpose. It just yeah, is like it's, every it's single second. It goes from like candles to do this hand to whatever else so you know I, I liked it i liked it enough to make an alternative title out of it yeah and i mean that's yeah you have to like something to that's make the highest praise <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> tim so, you know he gives good advice in this scene he, he's trying to help wilson and you know wilson says it's not meant to be and tim says you know it is meant to be you should uh, you should try and uh that's basically how the scene ends so what is he gonna do well he he has to be intimate jordan <laughs> Well, we're going to find out what he does. we have to play a clip, don't we? We do. we got to yeah. find out what's going to happen here. Yeah, we have to play this clip right now. 100th episode clip. Let's let's get into it. Wilson, I think we should talk. I know what you're going to say, Judith. I haven't been very open to you. I just don't understand why a man who can talk brilliantly about anything can't tell me about the one thing I really want to know. Well, my family never really talked much about personal matters. Especially my father... Wilson Wilson Sr. What was he like? He was a scientist who didn't put too much stock in emotions. Must have been very difficult to grow up with a man like that. Mm, It was. You know, I love my father. It always hurt me when he kept me at a distance. And the last thing I ever wanted was to be like him. But you're not. You believe that feelings matter. I know that because I see the way you care about mine. You know, Judith, I've never been open with a woman since my wife died. But I would really like to try with you. I'd like that too. Well, maybe we can talk about it tomorrow at the Megalicia Festival. If you still want to go. I wouldn't want to celebrate the end of the Punic War with anyone else. (laughs) Even though I have absolutely no idea what the Punic War was. Well, actually, it's fascinating. It was when Rome saved itself by... Oh, who the hell cares? They'll have beer. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Judith, not to bore you with more facts. primitive man believed that the air he breathed had magic powers? I'm not bored. And when a man and a woman kissed, it was as if their souls were mingling. (laughs) 
So, yeah, as you heard, Judith and Wilson start by perfecting the art of small talk. You know, they're just talking about everything. And Judith gets down to brass tacks pretty quickly, um, wants to know, like, why he won't open up to her. And Wilson, you know, talks about his father, which this is the first time we've heard about his father um, and what he did. He was a scientist, didn't like talking about feelings, all those sorts of things. So it it was good to get some background information on Wilson that... No doubt, or undoubtedly, is where he gets his academic side from, his father. But um, but Jesus says, you're different than him. You know, you, you also care about feelings, including mine. Right, yeah, because Wilson says, you know, it hurt him to, to be in a family or to have a father that just, you know, didn't want to talk on a personal level. And that, you know, as he grew up, he didn't want to be like his father, but mm-hmm. he, he sort of has, has become that way a little bit. Oh, my. Uh, so Wilson... You know, he he says he's willing to be open with her. Mm -hmm. Uh, They hold hands, and they Wilson pulls her in. Yeah, for a kiss. It's like a Donald Trump handshake, (laughs) shaking somebody. (laughs) And throughout this scene, like you said earlier, they are being pretty clever with how they conceal his face. Probably the best one is the pitcher of water that uh, kind of conceals it. You can see it. It, It's it's funny, and and the audience is kind of aware of it. But yeah, this ends in kind of a a saucy kiss. Um, And, you know, Jordan... When Wilson turns on that mojo, I mean... Yeah, he's got his mojo working. And you you told me, like, you sent me a a picture, and you're like, 1934, and in terms of the time in the episode, you're like, you're really going to like this. And I did. (laughs) You you favorited, you liked it, you retweeted it. Yeah, Um, I loved it. It was great. Um, But yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's... This is a new side of Wilson, and... I like this side. I do like it. It's a All softer right. side of uh, of Sears and Wilson. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> later at home, Brad is breaking out the makeup again. Yeah. Uh, boy, oh boy, uh, his brothers come down. Randy and Mark. This is the first time we've seen Mark in this episode. He gets a, a pot shot in. Calls Brad Bradina. Yeah, and if I'm Brad, I'm punching my brother in the shoulder so hard after he <laughs> in says In the that. face, I would imagine. Yeah, maybe even in the face. Um, Brad, like, it, it unabashedly is, is interested in makeup here. Yeah, I mean, it's spread out all over. Yeah, he he's, like, putting care. on he's, makeup right now. He doesn't care that his brothers have come downstairs. Like, he's, like, just he's just doing it. He's comparing different shades to, to match his complexion. And apparently all throughout this, you know, it's been two weeks, you know, based on what we saw before. Him and Jessica are still going strong. Uh, the doorbell rings while he is applying makeup, and it is Jessica. Apparently, he doesn't hear her somehow. He's so interested in his mirror. Jordan, the doorbell rings, and four-time Oscar nominee Michelle Williams walks through the door as Jessica. Boy, boy, does she. Do you want to do a bio now, or wait? Uh, uh, I'll do it now. Uh, Michelle Williams, I mean, among the likes of, you know, some of the more high-profile uh, actors we've seen on Home Improvement, best known for... Uh, Brokeback Mountain, Manchester by the Sea, My Week with Marilyn, Blue Valentine. Um, I recently saw her in a very bad Amy Schumer movie, I Feel Pretty. Uh, she's in Shutter Island. Uh, I think that's the only uh, one that you've mentioned so far that I've seen. Oh, you saw that movie? Yeah, I think I saw it in theaters, actually. Oh, it's bad. Uh, Dawson's Creek, she kind of cut her teeth on. Uh, 1998 to 2003, 128 episodes. Uh, I'm trying to see. Oh, she's in Halloween H20 in 1998. This is her only appearance on Home Improvement, unfortunately, so it uh, must be the makeup stuff doesn't, you know, she, she's, she's cool with it when she comes in, but it uh, must be long-term, she just couldn't reconcile that. But, yeah, uh, that's I, tough. I, I, and we'll talk about it, but um, I, I liked how, you know, she, com- she comes in and Brad <laughs> is kind of busted, but I appreciated how, and I kind of thought it was going to go this way, instead of her being like, 
it's gross. It's weird that you wear makeup. She she, she embraces it. She's cool with it. Uh, she, and, yeah, you know, she, she recommends certain yeah, she, shades to him. Yeah, she recommends it. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought that was a, a nice, because I really expected her to be like, oh, you're like a girl. Or, you know, something kind of kind of mm-hmm. 90s. But, uh, sorry, I'm still looking at this Michelle Williams. Uh, <laughs> she's going to be she in also, a, She's playing Janis Joplin in a movie called Janis. That's going to be good. Wowzers. So keep an eye out for her again. I like, I like her a lot as a... She's. I mean, I like her home room, but I, I definitely like her quite a bit now. So, uh, big time, Lucy Liu. This has been a big season for. Uh, and there for has been a lot going on there. I didn't even yeah. remember Lucy Liu until you said that. But yeah, and also we should mention that she has seen the zit the whole time. That he's yeah, been she trying knew all to. along. She yeah. knew all along. Uh, and I thought, that, you know, I thought the episode ended here. Uh, the first no. time, the first time I watched it, I stopped watching at this point. But today, I uh, I, great, I, I held a on a great little bit longer. End scene. And, Jordan, you want to talk about what you thought of this? Well, you know, Brad is, again, in the house. Uh, yeah. He has apparently started his Bradley K business because he's got a group of three guys around the table, <laughs> yeah. uh, and he's putting on a makeup session of sorts with the other boys, telling them what they should do, how they can still look like the boy next door, uh, but also use makeup. And Tim walks in. He's got he's got a chainsaw on. I thought he might <laughs> take the chainsaw to the Brad. boys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, he just starts crying. And yeah. He's upset, yeah. so... Are, tough, are you, it's a tough break. Are you glad that you watched the whole episode this time? Um, I could have been... I would have been okay if I hadn't seen this, but uh, it's it's fine. It's For a last-seen home improvement, I guess it's not bad. You know, usually they're very much throwaway. This was kind of funny. But, Jordan, that is Roll Credits Fade to Black, uh, Wilson's Girlfriend, a.k.a. Brad's Bad Blemish, a.k.a. Uh, the final episode of Season 4. Highs and lows. Wow. Uh, I like this one. Mm-hmm. Um, as you mentioned before, I thought Judith was a good addition. She's she's likable. She's got some good jokes in there. Um, you know, the the romance obviously feels pretty good to have Wilson uh, get a little bit romantic and something different from him. We got his backstory, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I I like the B plot with Brad's pimple. Like I think that's funny. And those scenes towards the end where Michelle Williams comes on and. Um, even that end scene, I think, I think those work for me. Uh, you know, they minimize Mark in this episode and that usually is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So that's good. Uh, maybe the only kind of con about this episode is kind of the opening tool time bachelor week stuff. Um, and even that, that's not terrible. It's not, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say this is one of the better episodes of the season, which is a good way to go out. Hey man, don't uh, don't spoil your list. <laughs> All right. What I about think, you? Yeah, I think you maybe like this one a little more than me. Uh, okay. I thought it was slightly better than average. Uh, I did. I do like having an entire episode kind of constructed around Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked uh, for the most part Judith coming in and uh, the Brad Pimple plotline didn't really do a lot for me. Uh, and Brad kind of, uh, you know, it's kind of funny that Brad became so interested in makeup, I guess, but. I don't know. I thought it was just okay. I, I was excited to see Michelle Williams in this because I knew that she was going to be uh, Tim. You know, this is a solid Tim episode. He's given good advice. Um, he, he's you know facilitating um, the plot, I guess. But uh, yeah, it was there was some funny lines. The impotency, uh, intimacy bit was was pretty good. But yeah, for me, just slightly better than average, I would say. Okay. Well, it's yeah. a good way to go out, regardless. Yeah. Of, yeah. I mean, certainly, uh, it's certainly four. a. In terms of a finale, it's uh, yeah, it's it's solid. I'll, I'll say solid overall. Solid, just a solid edition of Home Improvement. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with that, 
let's do social media and then we can do like what everyone's kind of been waiting for the whole episode yeah um, i mean we, the episode's really just just started as far the, as the recap and the big question big picture question so if you want to reach out to us go to the home podcast.com or on twitter at home and podcast uh facebook.com slash home podcast support the show uh, help us do another 100 episodes by going to patreon.com slash home and podcast. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. That's super cheap. Yeah. Uh, less, less than a cup for of the coffee. The price a month. of a cup of coffee. <laughs> so, uh, with that, Adam, any. I mean, the polls are back, so I assume there's some news to report there. There's actually. It's been kind of a big Twitter week. A lot of people have reached out. Um, so, poll, you know, last week. Polls are back, baby, and they're back with a vengeance. Oh, uh, yeah. So this week, you uh, recommended uh, that I do a specific poll, and I'm going to tell you if you ever do that again, the polls are done. <laughs> okay? <laughs> so, I uh, think you're just looking for an excuse to get rid of the polls after you did that poll. Hey, I can't. <laughs> if I do another, I'm going to do the same poll question, like should the polls continue in about two weeks and hope for a different result. No. Uh, question. 14 total votes. Have you ever stolen anything? And I noted that votes are anonymous and that our, our listeners are safe. And Jordan, uh, 29% have never stolen anything. 71% of our listeners have. So we got a bunch of dudes that are just taking things <laughs> that are our listeners. Can you imagine that? <laughs> have you ever stolen anything, Adam? Yeah, every day. No. Uh, yeah, Jordan. You steal my heart all the time. Yeah, I, I, I have stolen. I'm, I'm guessing that you... Probably haven't, and if you have, you're not going to admit, admit it. No, so. I mean, uh, the first thing that immediately comes to mind is, like, illegally downloaded music. Like, that right, is, well, that's yeah. stealing. I think almost everyone in our generation has done that. Obviously, don't do that anymore. Yeah, definitely. Movies as well. Other uh, Twitter updates. We got some... What else did we get? There's a new Twitter uh, feed, or, uh, I guess, new person on Twitter, and calling themselves <laughs> the Home Improvement Boys... Uh, at home, at home. <laughs> I thought that was us. It's not us. Well, yeah, we are uh, at home improvement boys, and um, this person is a big fan of Mark, and uh, whoa, and that's that's suspect I know, immediately. I thought so too, and I want to find. All right, so basically, this person was saying how they felt that Mark should have gotten more screen time, and that he was overshadowed by. Brad and Randy, uh, despite being just as good of an actor, in this person's opinion. Mm. And I retweeted and uh, did a uh, confused face emoji, and that kind of prompted a debate uh, between <laughs> some other people. And uh, you know what? It was basically the same thing as like a climate change it's debate. A, and you know what the final result? Inconclusive. No one can say. Uh, but this, mm. the Home Improvement Boys Twitter feels like uh, Mark deserved more lines. And I can 100% say I disagree with that. <laughs> the good news is that in uh, your reboot, he will get several more lines. I mean, like two or three more. He doesn't have a lot. <laughs> uh, somebody asked a question on Twitter as well that I don't even... It must be future seasons. I don't even know. It says, in the episode with Al and Stacy, who, who is Stacy? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It must be future stuff. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. So uh, I can't answer a question that... Uh, I'm not even going to continue, but uh, ask it again when we get to the episode. It'll, it'll make sense in like two years probably. <laughs> Um, otherwise, yeah, like Jordan said, uh, always looking for additional Patreon donors, so any additional, uh, dollars and cents you could throw our way helps us keep the podcast going, uh... Or maybe feedback about how we could, uh, improve the show. I'm entirely, that you would entirely be willing to less do that. interested in that than money, but... Well, Adam does not want to change <laughs> anything to suit our audience, so that's uh, fine. Audience of one, me. 
otherwise, yeah, uh, that's it. That's it on Twitter. Follow us. Uh, get in on the uh, fun. All right. Now that we've gotten that 50-minute piece out of the way, we should get to the real nuts and bolts of the episode. We should, Jordan. All right. So we can now get into the most important part of this episode, which is the season recap and our overarching questions uh, about the run and our future. So let's start with maybe we're going to look at season four in particular, do a recap and we can start with bottom three episodes and then move on to top three. Jordan, episodes. Let's just call it what it is. This is our season in summation. Season and summation. You're calling it a bunch of other things. We trademark season and summation. So let's, <laughs> let's use that. Uh, Jordan, we've been covering the fourth season since like January of last year. It seems like we've been on the season for a really long like six time. Months. I, I, you, yeah, I, you've had a daughter. The world is really a, a different place when we started this season. And, and 26 episodes later, which, uh, you know, 26 weeks or a half a year, uh, yeah, it's it was hard to remember some of what we'd watched, but uh, it certainly we was. Went back and we're we're going to do our best here. We are. Uh, so I can lead right. off. If yeah. You'd so like. we're starting with the bottom bottom three episodes. In no particular order. Um, yeah. I'm sure we'll have some overlap here. I was also wondering before I get started. Do yeah. we count the clip shows? I didn't. Did you? Okay. I put them on here, but I got four bottom three okay. just in case. Okay. Um, yeah. So I I would include those in here just because they're not real episodes and not particularly interesting but uh i'm gonna start instead of with he ain't heavy he's just irresponsible and uh if you recall this is where marty gets a big part and uh we wish he wouldn't <laughs> it's have also the first marty episode so it's like oh no yeah he was kind of a bummer i mean he's a little bit better now uh, yeah. just as far as like not just running out on his wife and if you want to have your twins. audience like a character don't have the first time we meet him be like he wants to bail on his wife who just had like twins and just like is, is this the one where, doesn't he hide outside of the bar i was gonna say and it doesn't look good tim the, tim and him get in a fight at uh big mike's bar and then tim leaves and marty's like hiding around the corner and goes yeah, back he, in like, waited for him cowardly yeah i mean I, in terms of like the ins and outs of this episode like it's just yeah it's marty and we joke about Marty. He's a fine character, but this is just like a really brutal beginning for a character. Yes. And he's just like whiny and kind of, it's just very hard to, rede- like I said earlier, it's hard to redeem a character where the first time you meet him, he's talking about bailing on his wife and his two daughters. <laughs> and like, he's just, this episode, like he just like acts so petulant and, and it's also like the worst title we've ever had for an episode. <laughs> it's he a, ain't heavy. It's he's a, just irresponsible. It's a coalescing <laughs> of a lot of different things. And that's why it's landed in both of our bottom threes. So yeah, uh, my next one would be the eyes don't have it. Okay, uh, and this was know, one of my honor- honorable mention. I have I have three, and then a couple honorable mentions. So yeah, I, I agree with you on this one. Yeah, so you know we just talked about how we like an episode where Mark doesn't get very much to do, uh, and a marked man, if you recall, is you know centered around him as well. And it was it was rough. Uh, there was some rough moments, you know, where the the downfall I comes with the, <laughs> with with the army knife coming and and his acting in response to Tim yelling at him, but. Uh, you know, this is another one that's kind of centered around him. It's a it's set up as like a mystery, if you recall. <laughs> I, forgot. I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it's pretty pretty quickly solved. So uh, that's unfortunate. And then there's like the other side plots are like Tim forgets Randy 
at school or something or at practice and so yeah. it's, it's just not a real compelling episode unfortunately uh also we haven't seen those glasses since so yeah it's like, well you know you didn't there? you didn't mention the best part and that's that that's the, the, the spin, that, <laughs> well, that spin I, that's, why, that's the only good thing about the episode yeah but it's, we talked it's about. so bad it's good right? yeah right yeah this yeah that's just like you're right. I forgot that it, they kind of posed it as a mystery. It's like, what's going on with Mark? Why is he doing so bad in school? Oh, that's a bad one. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, what about one of yours? Um, so uh, my second one is It's My Party, and that's the episode okay. where uh, Randy has a party. Dance, dance floor, baby. It's the dance floor. Um, yeah, uh, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, uh, the worst, it's bad. So, like, the whole like buffering the dance floor tim buffers the floor like a million times that girl falls like in the most foolish looking way and then there's the whole scene at the hospital where like i thought you loved that part i hate it no (laughs) uh where like there's the guy that's like actually hurt and tim is able to somehow like get get, his way in yeah like because he's friends with the with the uh with the doctor because he's had so many concussions but the worst part of the episode is the guy that plays randy's girl do you remember the girl's name no, I want to say don't. Jennifer, but I think everybody's name is Jennifer on the show. <laughs> it's either Jessica or Jennifer, everyone. Yeah. Uh, but that girl's dad comes and he's like, and, Nick, <laughs> and he's like, I like restoring cars to Cherry, and he like is the least convincing car guy I've ever seen. He's like, <laughs> so he's what? not going to be on your top gu- top guest stars. Oh man, he's so far from my top. That guy, I've seen that guy in a lot of stuff, and like he's again, he's probably a fine actor, but like he's so bad. He's like, ah, what if uh I don't know. It's just like Tim's like talking about his car. He's like, I'd, I'd love to see your car. It's just like, it, he just, it'd be like me playing a car guy. That's how convincing it is. <laughs> and by that, I mean to say I'd it's like not. to see that. Yeah, me too. It'd be Maybe really in something. Legendary Ninja 5. Also, it's gross when he drinks the foot punch. Oh, I forgot about that. That is Bad nasty. episode. Yeah, bad, bad episode. episode. Okay. Um, my last one is Super Bowl Fever. Okay. Uh, I just don't. This one really just bothers me because it doesn't seem believable at all. You get, like, all these people to come over for the Super Bowl. Jill is sick with a fever, and they have, like, no regard for her. They're running into her room while she's sick because their TV downstairs breaks. Um, You know, Tim is not attentive in the least bit. It's just... I don't think it's believable at all. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I guess it's good to have all those different characters there. We get Al, we get... Um, Mickey Jones, we get you know all those other people, but I just I just didn't like that that premise. So Hmm. Uh, I don't mind that one. Yeah, it didn't. It's not my bottom or my top, kind of middle of the road. But uh, yeah, I I suppose their general lack of uh, empathy for Jill is is a little far. I just didn't find it believable at all. Yeah, and I mean we we want reality. Realism. That's why we're here. (laughs) That's why we're here. All right, my last one. Uh, is another Benny Baroni joint, and that's a house divided. <laughs> I was wondering if that would make make yeah, any list. Uh, um, basically, you know, that's the one where they they blow up Benny's house, and then he has to move <laughs> in with the Taylors, and then they rebuild <laughs> it. Um, I'm not a Benny fan. Um, I don't. I didn't enjoy having Benny come to the Taylor house and kind of upend things. And I don't know. The pacing is just weird. Like they they, they blow up the house, which I guess is like cool because they they blew up. Uh, an actual, I think it was the Bewitched House. We said that part was fine, but like, I don't know. Then you get the montage at the end where like everybody's helping rebuild Benny's house and Benny's just like sitting there. And the loafer. Every, yeah, just like loafing and taking it and he wants him to put on a new paint job. I just like, I don't, I guess I just don't like the Benny character, so this episode being built around him is just not for me. Not for you, not for me, not for anybody really. No. The, uh, 
what do you think of that one? Yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, it, I guess I didn't do honorable mentions like you did. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, that would be on there. But um, that, that's the bottom three, right? You, I guess yeah, you have, have some honorable, honorable mentions honorable, just, that you want to talk about. Another, my, my, another honorable, honorable mention is My Dinner with Wilson, uh, <laughs> which is, I mean, like, it's an okay episode, but they pose the idea, like, what if Wilson's leaving forever? And, right. like, you just, like, no, he's not going to, so it's kind of dumb. Also, like, they really convince him spectacularly easily. Yeah, I feel true. like kind of so. like in this one where he's con- or in the episode we just covered where he's convinced that he can't make it work with. Uh, There's just Judith. not a, you know if only these episodes were forty minutes long. Yeah, uh, but they're so, not. Yeah, sometimes they do try to cover too much in twenty two yeah. minutes. But yeah, all right. Bottom three, bad cellar dwellers. Mm-hmm. Top three. Let's go to Benford's the top. basement. Benford's basement. Let's go up to uh, what did you name the top? Um, when we did the clip show. I don't know, but I'm just coming up with uh, toast of Taylors. There you go. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, I'll start. So, Jordan, one of my top three, uh, I'm going to go with Yield Shop Teacher. Oh, I got that on there. Yeah, I didn't really re- even remember this episode until we went back and, <laughs> until I went back and like read through. But then you I realized d- you loved then it. Then I realized that it's one of my favorites. <laughs> it's, a, it's a 180 right there. Uh, no, I like this one. I, I like the uh, the actor, uh, Mr. Leonard Dick O'Neill. Wink, wink. You might be hearing about him later. Huh. Uh, and yeah, I just I like this plot. It's a little bit sentimental and sappy. We know uh, we've said ad nauseum that. Uh, at least I like those ones, and I think you do as well. Where it's a little bit more heartfelt, and this one is that you know you get the shop teacher coming back. He kind of taught Tim everything he knows, and he comes on tool time, and it's just not where he was before. And he's got uh, arthritis. Yeah, he's got arthritis, and he, he's kind of embarrassed, and then him and Tim kind of reconcile. I just it was kind of a nice, sweet episode, and I, I do like the uh, the older actor. So. You know, it's just uh, it's season four's version of For Whom the Belch Tolls, right? Yeah, and that's say so. Need we say more? <laughs> I think we've said enough. I think we have. How about uh, was that one of your top three? It was. Okay. Do you want to say? Do you want to riff a little bit more? Or are you good? No. I mean, you I covered. Said, all I said the, everything. That you, needs to be yeah. Said. I mean, it was okay. just a, an enjoyable, a little okay. bit different episode. You know, you get you get him like yelling on TV, and there's like real reconciliation yeah. that needs to happen. I think mm-hmm. you talked about how you were actually uncomfortable during that, yeah, which, it was. which doesn't. Yeah. Yep. doesn't happen very often so um that made it enjoyable so or, or does it happen all the time yeah. <laughs> no it doesn't all right so let's talk about quibbling siblings oh okay i go ahead i don't even remember this one <laughs> so this is the the idea behind this is al's favorite bingo caller dies okay, and yeah. they need brad to come on tool time and oh, uh, yeah. randy's a little bit upset because he gets the shaft and there's a little bit of reconciliation that needs to happen between Randy and Tim. Brad gets full of himself and uh, is trying to like... He thinks hit, he's going to go out with Heidi. Yeah, trying to hit on yeah. Heidi. And yeah. uh, I think it's just a nice episode where Randy and Tim kind of connect and they have like the, the comedic background and they're both witty and all that kind of stuff. So it was it was a little bit heartwarming uh, in that way. And I, I just like some of the other things that they did on that episode with Brad being on Tool Time. I thought that was interesting. So Yeah, cool. Uh, not in my list, but, uh, my second one, Bachelor of the Year. Oh. Yeah. You love um, when Al goes crazy. I liked it. I don't know. It just, it was a real, this, that's the one where Al, uh, is, is featured in the magazine and he gets a little too big for his britches. It's pretty stupid, but I just kind of like the Al turn where he's, specifically, I really just like the scene at the fancy restaurant that is like half the episode where the <laughs> women keep coming. I just thought it was, it's a really funny episode, I feel like, even if it is stupid, like the women keep coming up to Al and, you know, Al's a jerk or whatever, but there's just some really, really funny gags, uh, both visual and 
you know, in, in the form of jokes. And uh, yeah, I just like the, I like the Al turn in that one. You don't get to see, there really weren't a lot of like, or at least I don't remember a lot of Al specific episodes this mm-hmm. season. Uh, and that was one of them. And I just, it, I had fun with it. Well, and I think we really liked Tim's kind of role in that episode yeah. because he wasn't the focal point. He, he was just kind of like throwing one-liners everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and they were actually pretty funny. Yeah, so, they were good. Yeah. So we enjoyed that as well. Uh, yeah, that's it's not on my list, but I definitely remember that mm-hmm. one. Um, how about Don't Tell Mama? It's an honorable mention for me. All right. Yeah. So this is the one where... Uh, basically, Tim smashes up the Nomad. Uh, we get the mechanic, who you love so much. Um, I did love that guy. Can't remember yeah. his name, but he was good. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised he's not in your top guest stars. But uh, there's also like a McGurns side plot where they're bullying them on the bus. So we kind of get everything that we could possibly want. There's some some big uh, action sequences of, of you know dropping the beam. There's the hiding the stuff from your wife and kind of the misunderstanding with the mechanic. If you recall, Jill goes to yeah. find the car and Eddie, uh, Eddie, Eddie, and they're yeah, speaking yeah. basically having two different conversations, and it's yeah. it's hijinks at its best. Three's company esque, you might say. Mm, you do say all the time. I do so. say that a lot. Yeah. All right. Let's hear your third one. Uh, Jordan, um, let's strip down and talk about the naked truth. Ooh. Uh, I like. Not it's ready funny. for that. It's, we watched it pretty recently. <laughs> yeah. Um, I. You know, I guess I can describe. Basically, uh, you just like anything t- where people t- see each other's junk. Love it, yeah. Uh, raunchy, dirty. <laughs> I liked it when uh, I liked all of it. Frankly, no. Uh, specifically, this is the one where Tim uh, accidentally sees Nancy in the shower, and then they decide to not tell, um, you know, tell their respective spouses about it, and then it's just kind of awkward. It's just I just thought it was really funny. Um, there's the moments after Tim sees her in the shower, moving forward, like at the bar. When they're dancing, there's just some good gags. It's funny. I do like uh, Nancy. Can't understand what she's doing with Marty necessarily, but uh, yeah, I just remember, you know, like feeling fondly about this one. I remember thinking, like, it was so weird when she came in from her run and she was just like in her, <laughs> her yeah. like sports bra, and we were like, do people really do that? I don't remember that, but yeah, um, no, it's it's a funny episode. Um, I can see I can see why it's up there for you. Yeah, thanks. What's uh, so. what's your honorable oh, another mention? Honorable about? mention. Um, root of all evil. Root of all evil. <laughs> Re- I, got pos- I, got, I got possessed during uh, when I was saying that. <laughs> a lot of evil. The root you, of all I evil. I know exactly why you love this one. That's that montage, baby. <laughs> With that Get sun and that music. Yeah, I don't know. I don't actually remember the episode at all, but I remember that montage. and uh, That's all that matters. Yeah, there's a lot of montages this season. You got brothers and sisters uh you got benny brony's house you got it was the year of the montage sure was season of the montage for sure mm-hmm. all uh, right is that it for you i don't i don't have any honorable mentions not so a lot of crossover I, between us in this one no just just he ain't heavy he's irresponsible yeah I would and say, old shop uh, teacher. it was harder to do this than it has been in previous seasons yeah i don't know if it's because it seemed longer or Maybe. just there were I, I don't feel like there were super, super low lows. No, I, necessarily I, yeah. high I don't think there were a lot of terrible episodes. No. You know, we usually get like some more Halloween-based episodes, which we didn't get or anything like that. Yeah, so. I miss those. Yeah. yeah. So let's move on to top guest stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think I know two that are going to be on yours. All right. Uh, I'll start with uh, one that you might not guess, and this is uh, Fred, as played by James Cromwell. And this is uh, from My Dinner... <laughs> 
with Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you is, did like him. Which I is a bad that. which is a bad episode, but uh, I don't know. I like James Cromwell. Uh, Fred and Franz Fred and Francine? Maxine? I don't know, whatever. Something. Uh, he comes out of the fence and like Tim is like quizzing him about like Wilson type things and uh, I don't know, it's just a fun interaction and uh, I like seeing uh, you know big time actors um, like Michelle Williams getting some work on home improvement. So yeah, Fred number one. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Another another big time one, uh, Dave Chappelle, if you recall. He, uh, he was yeah. on the sh- Do you remember him? Yeah, I remember uh, him. Too. So he came on, uh, I don't remember the episode actually. It was like... well. It had to do with I rings. think it was talk to me or something. I don't know, yeah, something like that. You know, he comes on with Jim Brewer, mm-hmm. and uh, they're kind of two young people who are having some troubles with their respective significant others. And you know, he he kind of steals the show um, so much so that they obviously made that spin off, and we know he obviously. Uh, turned into a worldwide superstar but even in this his appearance here he's funny he does uh the voice of his um it's like his, his friend's, white person voice yeah his white person voice but does it as a as a woman and it, it's just funny and uh i don't even mind jim brewer in this episode that much i know you didn't like him as much but i prefer um, him as goat boy yeah you, you <laughs> <know>. <laughs> goat boy. but yeah no he's definitely one of my top guest stars for this this uh. season my second one, I mentioned him earlier, ye old shop teacher himself, uh, Mr. Leonard, played by yeah. Dick O'Neill. Uh, yeah, I mean, just this was a well-written, kind of well-rounded character. He comes in, uh, he effectively, you know, portrayed anger as well as sentimentality. Um, yeah, I mean, I just liked him. I dug him. No, yeah, we talked about that earlier, obviously, mm-hmm. with the top three episodes, and he, he makes my list as well, um, so we both really enjoyed him. You know, felt authentic, uh, believable. And uh, he was angsty when he had to be, you know? Yeah, angsty, yeah. (laughs) 75-year-old man being angsty, (laughs) listening to Avril Lavigne. That's what he's doing. Uh, My last guest star Mm -hmm. is the hamster. We didn't see him. (laughs) We didn't see him, but boy, did he make an impact on me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) He was in A Marked Man. Yeah, he Uh, was. (laughs) We talked I gotta believe they're gonna, yeah, you know what I said, they're gonna build a whole episode around the hamster at some point, I They hope. darn well better. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't, I, I didn't necessarily have, there was a lot of good um, yeah. guest stars in this season. My third one, like. I put you know, Nancy. Judith I put, is there. I put Nancy, even though she's in a couple. Um, yeah. But I like her. Uh, Jensen Daggett of uh, Friday the 13th Part 8, a.k.a. Jason <laughs> Takes Manhattan. That's AKA, the only... A.k.a. Jason is on a boat for 90% of that movie on his way to Manhattan, and then finally the last five minutes is there. Uh, yeah, I and just he like takes her. it, right? He doesn't even take... He kills like some drug dealers. It's Where fine. is that on he, your list He of did movies. Manhattan a favor. It's bad. <laughs> it's one of the worst. Well, it's too bad that she's in it. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, she was good. You know, we I, like get... her. I think she's, like, funny. I, I like that episode, The Naked Truth. Uh, I think she's funny in that. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I feel like uh, I just feel bad for her because she's, you know, she's married to Marty who wanted to bail on her as soon as she had twins. Yeah. Uh, you know, we get Judith this season. We get, uh, you know, we get Harry quite a bit this season. Yeah. Stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, just a lot of different guest stars Definitely. that are top-notch so now jordan you asked me to do a season mvp did you do a season mvp i did it's the hamster uh no, no. <laughs> so you go to that well once okay okay no i have one um yeah. and mine is wilson 
Wow, okay. So uh, let me just lay the groundwork for you. He is reliably there for Tim and Jill, just like he is every other season. But he also gets a couple of episodes where he's the focus. You know, is he going to leave? Is he not going to leave? He's not. Uh, he's, he's not. Uh, he gets a girlfriend. It's, you know, there's some development questions about his background that we hear about, you know, with his father and stuff. And, um, you know, he, he just shows up every time. I mean, we play a clip of him every episode, basically. And, uh, yeah. you know, if I had to think of somebody else i you know al had a big a couple of big episodes i guess with eileen but you know wilson's up there for me what about you it's a boring pick uh but uh <laughs> tim allen tim taylor is <laughs> my mvp that? uh i don't know i just felt like this was a really good tim season and i was like trying to think of other people but um this is i feel like at this point in the show's run like the show is at its height like it's getting some of the highest ratings that it you know like 30 million people are watching this show it's tim's show uh, between season four and season five is like the whole best-selling book, top movie, uh, top TV show thing for Tim that we've talked about a, a few times. But I just like thought this was a really good Tim season. He's funny. I think I felt like they scaled down the kind of like lousy female-centric like voices and somewhat offensive kind of gender stereotypes from the previous seasons. And I just like he's a good father. He's a good friend. Good husband a lot of the time, and uh, he's a star of the show. So give me Tim. There you go. Yeah. I mean, that's not bad. Can't hard, hey, try argue with it. Poke a hole in it. Can't. I mean, be you funny did, if for the next four seasons I do Tim as my MVP every time <laughs> and just use the same argument. Yeah, I mean, he bought the boys a hamster, so he's he's an MVP in my he's book. Heck of a dad. Yeah, heck I mean, he was going to chainsaw his son at the end of the season because he was trying makeup, which is not, you know, super gender friendly, but uh, <laughs> we'll ignore that. We will. Uh, with that, We've come to the end of our season in summation. Yeah. Is that correct? What, and, what, and what a season. Where does this rank for you? I don't know. Wow. Um, I think, like you said, just overall, it seems to be a little bit better than yeah. some of the other ones because there's just a consistently, you know, maybe not like the best episodes of the run, but it seems like everyone's watchable compared to some of the other yeah, ones. Yeah, I completely agree. It doesn't maybe have the high highs, but it also doesn't have the low lows and just there is a certain consistency. Like, I can't remember the last really bad episode we covered. Yeah, they've kind of settled into a groove at this point. You know, four seasons in, they know what they want to do, what works for them, and, um, you know, it's working for us right now, and it leaves me very optimistic for season five. And Jordan, before we talk about season five and, Mm -hmm. you know, the next 100, we should, uh, let's do our retrospective, uh, where we get a little introspective uh, with one another, and what we did is we posed uh, three questions uh, for each other to answer. We're going to kind of use this to talk about uh, the run so far, our experience, our our journey with uh, Tim and uh, the rest of the Taylors. How's that sound? I mean, I've got my tissues. I've, uh, <laughs> I'm ready. I've got, you know, the questions we posed, you know, we should talk about. We, we sent each other ahead of yeah. time just three or four questions that, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, yeah. are retrospective to think a little bit more about how the show has worked, the nuts and the bolts, what have we liked, what have we not liked, the hardest parts, um, yeah. maybe some of the, the stuff that we might do in the future, all that sorts of stuff. Um, and, you know, it's a little bit different than what we normally talk about each episode where we run through the episode or even right. the season and summation things where we talk about what we like in the season. This is the whole run. This is, this a- is everything we've done. Our, this is, you know, and we, as opposed to just kind of talking in a abstract kind of sense, we wanted to have some structure to it, which is where the questions came from. That's right. Uh, great idea by you as always, mm, and yeah. uh, you know I've you sent me four questions. I think yeah. I sent you three. I don't remember. Um, you sent me four as well. 
Oh, okay. okay. That, that works out well. So yeah. let me just start by mm-hmm. asking you maybe the toughest question you're going to be asked in your whole life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's the hardest part of recording the Homan podcast? Just when you think about yeah. everything in totality, recording, uh, watching the show, all that stuff. What's what's some of the stickiest points for you? The stuff yeah, you so I have, a couple, I have a couple of points here. Uh, hardest part of uh, recording the pod, I would say one of the hardest things to do is when you have to rewatch an episode for the second time that you already know is like bad. So you mm-hmm. watch a really, really bad episode once and you're like, okay, you know, normally you just say, okay, I'm done with this and I have to watch it again. But we have to watch it a second time and then take notes on it. So sometimes there's kind of a sense of dread with that. Mm. Um, I would say also... This is no slight to our audience, but we don't always get a lot of like specific feedback from our listeners, so it's hard to necessarily know what's working versus what's not working, mm-hmm. uh, and that's been sort of difficult. And then I also said the general lack of commitment from Patricia Richardson, who has uh, <laughs> said a couple times she'll come on the podcast, and uh, uh, when we you know try to get a little bit more concrete in terms of those plans, it's uh, hard to you know she's tweeting about vaccinations and stuff so it, it's hard you know i'm just trying we're just trying to get her but she's she's a busy woman she is a hard one to wrangle i mean i, I like that you took this opportunity to take a, a shot at one of the stars <laughs> of the show yeah you can edit it out if you want no no that's fine i think it's i think it's real and authentic yeah. um and i, and I like you jordan and i like it well yeah um you know, just thinking logistically now, just it's been a little bit harder for us to. Be, we used to have a set recording time basically, and that's kind of yeah. had to move around with with different transitions, and so that's a little bit harder. Uh, you know, when you mentioned you know not getting feedback from our audience, I think it's kind of funny. I, if you remember, we did like a survey a long yeah. time ago about yeah. like stuff they might be interested in. Um, and we tried to implement some of that, but it didn't really change anything. <laughs> so it's like I think I think you know a big takeaway is that like you know. Just do what we do. Do what we do. Try to read their minds and and see how it goes. But no, I mean it's you know it's it's hard sometimes with getting. uh, We have different ideas of how things work, and Mm -hmm. so we're we're working those out and compromising. So of course, I think you always have that um, conflict and that push and pull. But we do we do pretty well with that uh, as far as having two different hosts and ideas and and whatnot. But. Yeah, I would say just the scheduling has been yeah. pretty tough. So it's a bear. It's a bear. It's a bear, and really just trying to figure out like what does the audience really look like for this? Yeah. Like, yeah, is it? I agree. Is it? I agree. Yeah. How big is it? I don't know. It's hard to tell. It's huge. It's huge. huge. Why don't you ask me a question? Okay, Jordan. Um, how have your feelings for the show changed since we started the podcast? Feelings for home improvement. Mm. Yeah, it's funny. I I remember before we started. The premise was we felt kind of indifferent about the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. We didn't like it too much. We didn't like it too little. So that's why we thought it would be interesting. We could yeah. give critical feedback but also enjoy it, um, which I think is a, is, is a good premise. And now we're 100 episodes in. I think whenever you do a deep dive like that, you watch 100 episodes, you spend you know 100-plus hours talking about a TV show. Uh, which, when I say that, is yeah, kind of, isn't that tough? Isn't that tough to swallow? It's tough, tough to swallow. Tough, tough to swallow. Um, you kind of appreciate it more. You see more of the nuts and bolts, especially when we started talking to like Richard Carn and Carmen Finestra yeah. about some of the stuff behind the scenes. Uh, you just come to appreciate stuff more like that uh, more mm-hmm. when we do that stuff. Yeah. And um, you know the acting talent, the ability to write so many jokes every episode, all that kind of stuff. So that's uh, I would say I like it more. 
yeah. than I did before, but it, it's still not like my favorite show of all yeah, time or anything. That's you kind know of what I, mean? I said. Like, yeah, I mean, how have my feelings for the show changed? I would say, like, largely my feelings towards the show haven't really changed a lot. I, mm-hmm. I feel, I mean, obviously I feel, like, a sense of attachment to it, but I, I still think that, like, some of the stuff they do is, like, bad. Like, there are really bad episodes, and, you know, mm-hmm. there are good episodes. So, largely, I, I'm not going to I'm not indifferent anymore, which I was, you know, indifferent at the start. I, I do feel attached, but I, I don't necessarily, like, think the show is a great American television show or anything like that necessarily. But, um, and then like you said as well, I have more respect for the performances, like, you know, as far as like Tim, uh, Allen as an actor, I think I'm more impressed with him than I expected. Patricia Richardson as well. Uh, Earl Hinman as Wilson, Richard Karn, like they're good acting performances, people doing good work. Um, so yeah, I feel a little bit more, I guess, cognizant of that. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Is there like, so we've gone through all these episodes. Is there like a, big surprise that you've had during this whole process uh either in the show or like in us recording the show yeah i would say biggest surprise i i think getting richard karn kind of early on was a big surprise you know that that was like that was i think episode 40 or something right so you know you feel like 40 episodes in you would be pretty well established but i feel like we were kind of still i I still feel like we're (laughs) yeah yeah i agree kind of just like getting into a groove figuring out you know, who we were, what we wanted to do. So I would say, like, getting him, uh, how that interview went, uh, you know, I think that went quite well. Um, so that was a big surprise um, as well. And then, like, I, it's kind of the same answer I just gave, but just, like, in general, the performances, I think, like, Tim Allen as an actor, he's just, like, a better actor. He's good at conveying emotion. We've seen him be mm-hmm. sad. We've seen him be scared. We've seen him be mad. We've seen him be kind of... Uh, you know, his default mode, which is just kind of uh, goofy. He can do it all, and I think that's him as well as Patricia Richardson are uh, good performances. So what about you? Yeah, when I think about the biggest surprise, I kind of think of, I don't know if these are gigantic surprises or anything, but I think about a couple things. Like, all of the, like, when Lucy Liu was on, you know, yeah, Michelle, right. like all yeah. these like crazy little appearances yeah. of these, you know, superstars and you see them on the show. And a lot of times we're not expecting it. Like I mm-hmm. didn't really remember that Dave Chappelle was ever on the show and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So I think those are always big surprises. Obviously getting the Karn man on a, on a podcast was obviously a big highlight for us. Mm-hmm. One of the, still the most downloaded One of the episode. highlights of your, li- of your life. Of my you life. Said, you you said... know, I've got his number in my phone now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we uh we're gonna get we're gonna hit the links a little bit later i'm always kind of worried that when i have a little bit to drink i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna ask you for richard karn's phone number and i'm gonna dial him it's up a good thing i have it yeah that's you. true yeah that's true so, um i would say maybe one of the biggest surprises of just like the production run or whatever mm-hmm. yeah would be just how naturally you get better after doing something over and over again i don't feel like we've necessarily practiced certain things no. but I, f- I feel like we've just gotten better at some some aspects of it recording mm-hmm. uh, making it efficient uh, being able to talk all that kind of stuff you know I, if you recall I just couldn't speak for half of the early episodes so yeah and I'm not sure you've improved as much as you think no I'm just kidding <laughs> uh, that kind of that kind of transitions into the next uh, question and that is what are you most proud of with regards to the mm. podcast and I'll, I'll jump in just because it relates to what you just said but I would say just general podcast improvements in the beginning our sound was poor uh, it's it's weird that we kind of put those out there you know with how bad yeah, they were i know we didn't really know what we were doing like our, our yeah we didn't necessarily know but uh, our sound was bad 
we were not quite as quick on our feet, a lot of interruptions, um, volume issues, not coherent, not flowing, not able to necessarily speak. And sometimes, yeah, we still can't speak. But uh, yeah, I would say like personal improvements. I feel proud that, you know, we put out a pretty pretty professional product. You know, it, we do the best we can with our, our resources. Um, and then I would also say just like proud of the consistency, you know, like we don't miss a lot. We mm-hmm. haven't, I don't think we've taken a week off in a long time. Um, episodes aren't always great. Sometimes we're not necessarily always on, but yeah, we've done, I would say, I don't know about our first 15 to, you know, we've done 80 pretty good episodes. I'd say everything after 20 is, is pretty <laughs> solid. Uh, and then, you know, proud of the, the interviews and, uh, and some of that as well. Yeah. What about I you? mean, every Wednesday, yeah. For the over two years, yeah, there's been a home and podcast episode in your podcast feeds, which is kind of crazy to think about. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't do very much in my life that's with that kind of regularity. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, the consistency in putting out shows, um, you know, our, like you said, our perceived improved quality of our own. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Maybe we haven't. <laughs> maybe, maybe we're just as bad. We feel, and, we feel more confident. We um, feel and, more confident. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, getting Richard Karn and Carmen Finestra obviously are big yeah. highlights as well. Uh, but yeah, the consistency I think would be some of the biggest stuff yeah. for you. Cool. So in those in those dog days mm-hmm. uh, of recording, when it's just you get a bad episode or you're you're busy and you're short on time, maybe you can't do all those Periscope videos that you want to do, Adam. <laughs> yeah. uh, all that kind of stuff or those awesome quote images that I used to do <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> Every couple of weeks, you'll, like, email me something that is, like... And they're always, like... You always have, like, cool ideas, and then we do them, and then... It's so hard. It's so hard hard to do every single week. But, um... So what's kept you going through those, you know, last couple of years overall, I guess, and those harder episodes? Uh, I would say what has kept me going, I... In general, I like... I like routines, and I like having a routine and, and kind of being in a routine. And, you know, we're not recording... We used to always record Fridays. We're not necessarily doing that anymore, but I do like the routine of recording a podcast. Uh, kind of gives me something to look forward to, uh, an anchor for my week. In addition to that, like you know, doing the podcast is a good opportunity to be creative. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'm working and writing right now. Uh, you, your job is never really necessarily clear to me, but uh, <laughs> it's nice to have a, something on the side where you can kind of. You know, write, make jokes, be clever, uh, just kind of, yeah, I, I feel like creative expression um, I, off the clock is nice for me to be able to have that yeah. opportunity. And then, you know, Jordan, stay in touch with a pal. Uh, I, I think uh, You're without getting sappy, we're, uh, we're as close as we've ever been. We talk all the time. Uh, I probably talk to you more than I talk to my parents. Uh, about, granted, it's always about home improvement, but uh, I know I think <laughs> it's still there are other things talked about. Yeah, while we, we other do that. things kind of seep in here and there, but I think it's uh, it's been nice for us to kind of stay in touch and, and so on. What about yeah. you? Yeah, I mean, you keep me accountable. You know, <laughs> I, I can't take weeks off you, because you Adam's were so always responsible before. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, Adam is always counting on me. I know we got to do this, we got to do that, and uh, so I, I show up every week and, and try to put in a good effort. Um, no, I, I think what you talked about. I, I love learning new things. Uh, I had never edited anything. Are you a lifelong learner? I'm a lifelong learner. Or I'd are you say. a Jordan learner? <laughs> Not the latter. Okay. Uh, and uh, so, having never really done any audio editing and, and learning that has been a fun little thing for me. And then, obviously, getting uh, we've we've talked about wanting to do a podcast for a long time. 
And so now, actually taking that step forward, reaching 100 episodes, having an audience, even though it's relatively small, like, I think that's cool that the fact <laughs> it's weird that people want to listen to us, I guess. Well, uh, and I think the frustrating thing for us was that we came up with the idea for Serial before Sarah Koenig did, and then she beat us to the punch, and then we were kind of scrambling, like, what are we yeah, supposed to what do? Yeah, do what do we yeah. do next? So yeah. our next idea was, <laughs> we're going <laughs> to... We're gonna, we're gonna do home improvement. Uh, it also reminds me of when we used to on your blog we would yeah. uh, do, do like little cereal. text interactions of serial recaps. Yeah, I, I guess. That. I thought those were good. I like that. Those, those, were, those were the day. Uh, I also like the idea that you don't know what my job is after this whole time. And one of my favorite people often ask me, and I say spreadsheets, and then you, <laughs> and then you always say like, yeah, spreadsheets. Yeah, that's close enough. Uh, yeah. You know, it's you, my dad, anyone else really, when they're asked like what I do, I always like to hear the answers that they give. You probably give. wonder why people ask me what you do, uh, but they do. I don't know why, and I'm always like, oh, better Tell ask them to him. go to my LinkedIn profile, man. Yeah, it's not clear enough. It's not clear Jordan, enough. Jordan, next question. Um, you know, thinking about, you mentioned earlier the guest stars we've seen, the people that have been on Home Improvement. Uh, who is someone that's been on Home Improvement that you'd like to interview that maybe isn't a part of the core cast? So that you know the people that we see every week. Who's someone that has been on the show that you'd like to talk to? Uh, this is probably going to surprise you. I would say perhaps Brother Marty William O'Leary. Uh, it does surprise me. It does surprise you. I mean, I don't necessarily think that he would be like an amazing interview or anything, but I think he would have an interesting perspective because he's he's been on the show. For, well, he will be on the show for quite a few different seasons, so mm-hmm. you could see his perspective on how things have changed yeah. in the show from season to season. Uh, he's obviously, you know, he, he's there a lot, so I, I think getting his perspective would be interesting. Whereas, okay. you know, like, if you recall Karen, she was on a lot, but yeah. she was only on for, like, one season. So yeah. you kind of only get, like, that little window. So I, I think he might have a, an overarching perspective. Okay, what, interesting. What, what about you? Um, Gerald Ford, Ernest Borgnine, and John Elway, <laughs> two of which are dead. Uh, you know, Gerald Ford, I would like to interview, okay, if you were alive, you died in 2006, uh, it would have been nice to be able to interview the 38th president of the United States and just talk about home improvement and like how that came to be, like not ask him anything else. Uh, Ernest Borgnine, you know, he's a Oscar winning actor, started in the thirties, forties, and then went into like the, you know, two thousands. Um, I just think, you know, it would be cool to talk about the career overall. And then John Elway, great NFL quarterback, a pretty good general manager, uh, you know, got drafted by the Yankees. I want to talk to him about all these things. And of course, home improvement as well. (laughs) You know, I wasn't even thinking about like these random guest stars Uh, that come on. That's completely how I took it. Oh yeah. So, well, the context would be helpful, but you know, I, I am surprised in that case that Rodney Dangerfield didn't make your list. Oh, well, we haven't covered him yet, so it wasn't on top of mind. Yeah. So, yeah, that's interesting. That is interesting. Gerald um, Ford, of course. I mean, he's the president, Jordan. I see a Thomas maybe as well. Yeah, I mean, now that yeah. you're thinking those, I'm thinking yeah. Dave Chappelle. I'm thinking, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. You know, like you said, Isaiah Thomas, all that kind of stuff. So, all right, I've got one more question for you, Adam. Okay. Yeah. Unless there's other ones that come up, and I want to ask them. Mm-hmm. What do you think works well? Like this is like the hardest question to answer. 
It uh, is. Uh, I don't know. Segments, jokes, etc. I mean, we mentioned earlier that we don't really get a ton of feedback. Yeah. Necessarily. I mean, I can't, it's, it's hard to say what works well. I can tell you what I like or like okay. what feels, what I feel like works well when we're doing it. But in terms of like audience feedback, we don't really know. Uh, I thought Bits of Wisdom was like our first like good bit. Smashing I success. I don't know. I, I thought, it, yeah, like I thought that was like a good bit we did. Um, maybe something we can return to again at some point. Um, but I, I enjoyed doing that. Uh, I think the question of the week as a uh, end to the episode is kind of effective. You're sort of blending uh, something that happened in the episode with maybe something a little bit more personal. And I just sort of like that as a wind down to the episode. Um, I think alternative titles. I don't know. I don't remember who came up with that. It wasn't it was one of us. Fan. It, was, it was a fan. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was a really good idea. Uh, yeah. I shouldn't. I should find out who who that was. Um, it that might have been really, Awesome Sauce or something. Yeah, I think it was Awesome Sauce. That was a really good idea. And that's something that uh, I like doing because yeah, there is sort of the built-in creativity. Um, and then, like in general, I would just say like. Gotcha journalism. Anytime <laughs> I say that, I think that works pretty well. And then uh, you're like five things that you say all the time, like yeah, the Sex in the City right, is Sex in the City. Uh, gotcha journalism. <laughs> and then I would say just like bad episode. I like it. It's nice to have a really bad episode every once in a while because I don't know. I feel like the the worst. You know, the the more bad the episode, the better the our episodes are. The better the recording, just because it's kind of like angry and a little bit uh, frustrated. You're so. just railing against the show the yeah. whole episode. So what about you? Yeah, I think. I mean, I think it's obvious to me some of the things that didn't work well because Definitely. we, like, killed them real quick. Yeah. Like, yeah. the Wilsometer was just... That was, like, three episodes, so you know? Yeah. Uh, so that one didn't last very long. Yeah. You liked the idea at the time. Yeah, it's uh, But, no, I agree. Alternative titles is perhaps my one of my favorite things to do every week although i forget them half the time yeah uh and they're not good all the time you know question of the week like you said it's something we get to know each other a little bit more the audience gets to know us a little bit more um but yeah those are those are kind of the biggest things that i think work well playing the wilson clip where we know that's going to happen every week you get some of the show for the people who aren't necessarily watching they get kind of a, a clip and hear the voices and stuff like that so I think all that stuff works pretty well. You know, sometimes the the, the start is a little bit rough because sometimes we have good articles to talk about, and sometimes we're just like, "Yeah, what do we do?" Um, I don't know. I, yeah, that's it's, often it's my, hit or miss. That's often my favorite part to do, though, just because it is less rehearsed and could be anything. Yeah, yeah. Jordan, last question. I think I have, and I think we're done with your questions. But if you could have one piece of of memorabilia from the show that mm. you can own it yourself uh anything tangible from an episode besides the hamster uh what would you choose and why <laughs> besides the hamster yeah i know well, what's the point of this question and caveat caveat uh yeah this is actually i really struggled with this question okay. <laughs> there's not like i don't know I, I thought maybe like a tool belt or some sort yeah. of tool i could use it actually practically and obviously it would remind you of the show uh, really what it came down to at the end was Brad's saxophone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. It would be, just hang that on the wall, remember yeah. all those times that he was terribly oh, playing the saxophone. Black. Yeah, yeah I don't see it. why not. Or even I would just get a piece of it, and then it wouldn't yeah. take up so much space. So. I like it. Yeah, uh, what about you? I said, uh, Tim... Tim's Detroit Lions XXL shirt oh, that he wears. Great, great call. You know, it's in the it's in the opening credits. I feel like it that is like that image of him in that shirt is like what you see most often promotionally, like with Home Improvement, mm-hmm. like him in that shirt. And he wears the shirt throughout the run, so you know we're Lions fans as well. So I think that would be cool. 
uh, or just a chunk of the fence, you know, from the set, just a, a piece mm-hmm. of the fence, you know, that separates him and Wilson, I think would also be cool. Maybe not like a big piece, just like a small piece. Uh, yeah, to, I mean, the best somewhere. part about the fence is that it's a metaphor. The fence is a metaphor uh, for America in some some cases. In some ways, yeah, I, I agree. No, those are I, I, I infinitely like your two choices better than mine. Yeah, me too. <laughs> good, that's good. Um, well, um, I, that's I hope this was enlightening. I think it was. People. I hope people uh, enjoyed us indulging ourselves. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is a great indulgence. But you know, we, we, you, hundred episodes in, you're entitled to it. That's right. We are entitled to it. And so, I think, Jordan, the audience is letting us know how much they like our episode. Isn't it weird? Oh, oh, my goodness. You guys are too much. Too much. Uh, you guys we do it all. We do it all. We do Jordan, it all. Calm down, thank you everyone. for joining me. Listeners, thank you so much for listening. Uh, sincerely. Uh, following us through these first 100 episodes mm-hmm. uh, we are very appreciative of your time and your downloads and and uh, everything that goes with that so uh, listeners thank you for listening Jordan thank you for joining me for these 100 episodes take care take care everybody